0: Snowdog and D.I. Guess who's back?
1: Steve. Still doing this. Andre. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Trey Day. A.K. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot. Cause when I freak, frequent the spots that I've known to rock, you hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage. The haters say Trey fell off. How? Last album was the Chronic. They wanna know if he still got it. They say raps changed. They wanna know how I feel about if it. If you up on pain, Dr. Dre is the name. I'm ahead of my game still, puffing my leaf still with the beats, still not loving police,
0: still rock my khakis with a cuff in the crease. Still got love. For the got
1: love for the All right, welcome everyone to episode number <laughs> 29. Something um, like that. <laughs> The father-son. <laughs> And title show podcast I'm the father I'm the son and this again is the father son and title show podcast a real estate show a local real estate show highlighting personalities of anyone in the real estate industry and uh, the whole premise of the show was to do that to promote Realtors lenders um, and just get to know people and have a great time and promote their story so we're here again we've got a great guest today one of our favorite clients of Texas Secure title um, but right before that let's give some shout outs to Jimena Taqueria so good donating and sponsoring our lunch there you go Pedro and the gang over there man once again gave us some good burritos it looks like they're already been eaten but thank you Pedro uh, if you're in Burleson go over there man I forget the address but he's in a Shell station you got to go in the Shell gas station go to the back ask for Pedro and get some great food all right thanks so much all right so let's give a big hand of applause round a, of applause yeah a round of applause yes to our guest he's a, one of our favorite there in our burleson office sasha chatman there we go
2: what's hey. up everybody how y'all doing
1: hey we got a good audience today man Hey. They liked you, man. I, I'll all right, take it. all right, calm it. down, calm down over there. Don't, don't give them too much praise. <laughs> Sasha, thanks for coming on the show, man.
3: Man, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys having me. You know, we've been working together for a good minute anyway, so it was just natural. It was going to come about, right? There you go, man. And here there we are. You go.
1: And uh, this is your, you know, this is kind of your platform, man. You're the tech ninja. Uh man, you do you do all kind we'll get into that later I love it. later of the show, but you do all kinds of things on social media and right. and using this platform. So man, we're excited to have you today. Uh once again, man, you're 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 one of our, our, our greatest uh customers and clients there at
0: Tesla. It's, a, it's okay,
3: you can say I'm the favorite. You're the favorite. You can you, say I'm the you favorite. because
0: you're not in my office, but <laughs> you are influential on stuff that I try and do on social media. Oh, you know? There you go. I
1: appreciate there you it, go. Man. Man, Thank for you. sure. <laughs> And, uh, yes, you know, so I'm, I'm sure Bridget is tuning in uh, today. She better be. And, uh, I just left in.
3: her, too. Yeah, yeah. I, so I text her. her
1: right now. So, Bridget, I hope you're checking the show out and listening. <laughs> and, man, we just want to get right into it. Okay. And, again, we want to find out. We want to start with finding out who you are outside of real estate. Give us a little bit of your story of maybe how you got into real estate, but what you did prior to, and then just what you do on an every day-to-day, man, with you and, and your family.
3: Okay, Um. so how did I get into real estate? All right, let me give you that story. So I am a former hospital executive. Okay, so that was my career before I even got into real estate. So I was a healthcare exec. I became a healthcare exec at the age of like 25, 26. Okay, right. so that's that was my claim to fame in, in the beginning. I was a very young healthcare executive. I was a hospital CFO. I think I was 26 years old. Wow. Wow. I wasn't ready for that job. Okay, I wasn't ready for that job. I got that job in 2008 when the bottom fell out in finances. And you ask yourself, why would they go get a 26, 27 year old kid to do this, right? Nobody else would take the damn job. Everybody right? else was smarter than you. <laughs> and I was ambitious, you know. And it was one of these things where you're good and you're pretty good at what you do, but then you realize, oh, I'm not really that good. You know, I'm all right. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you know, I, I was always blessed to be put into positions that I truly wasn't ready for, but I always rose to the occasion. That was the one job that was kicking my butt. <laughs> so, um, I was like I said, I was a healthcare executive. Did that for quite some time, um, eighteen years. It was the only career path I ever had. Wow, right? Eighteen. Wow. Man. Yeah. Right. I mean, because I was going to be a doctor at one point, and then I broke my mother's heart by saying I didn't want to do that. And, uh, Shame on you. Uh, you know, well, she's happy now, right? You know, <laughs> yes. She's happy now. But I, I didn't want to be a physician. I realized that's not something that I wanted to do. Yeah. And so I kind of fell in love with the administrative side of things, and I started going down that path. So fast forward, we do that for quite some time. Uh, we were in Ohio for about six years. So we moved when our son was six months old. Just had a baby, just got married maybe a year or two before that. Man. And now we got a six-month-old baby, we moved to Ohio. Right? Everybody hated me. <laughs> <laughs> right? All the grandmothers <laughs> who looked at me like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> so, anyway, you, we get man. there. And, you know, healthcare wasn't stable, truth be told. You know, I, I've been in the industry for a minute, but my last couple years in healthcare, all I did was fire people, it felt like. Wow. Right? So, I was really good with processes. And when it comes down to cutting costs, when it comes down to figuring out how to make things work better, right? And so, that's what I was. I was a process engineer. Uh, whether we need to create better financial outcomes, quality outcomes, that's what I did. Right? But what does that mean? When they need to cut two million dollars, <laughs> I'm the guy that they would call.
1: <laughs> so and nobody so, liked you. I mean, <laughs> I was I was
3: I was nice, I was respectful about it, but it, at the end of the day, I knew how to run a very efficient business. Yeah. Right. I knew how to get more with you know, with less. That was the name of the game in healthcare at the time, but then it just took an ugly turn to where that's pretty much. It felt like that was all we were doing, mm. that was all. And, and so I didn't like it anymore. I didn't enjoy it, but I was paid well. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I probably continued doing healthcare for five years, not liking it. Wow. Well, and that that didn't make me a, a, a nice person. Yeah. I think its toll on you. Oh, I mean, crazy. if a man don't have purpose, and if a man does not like what he's doing. That's a grouchy dude, right? And so I was not really the nicest person probably back then. I was short tempered and and, and whatnot, but we kind of, you know, we went through it. And then, you know, I went to one healthcare organization that had everything. Every healthcare organization I had was (coughs) always poor, didn't have anything. Went to the Cleveland Clinic, and we had an abundance of everything. I'm talking about you go down the Skywalk, and this place had a flat screen TV every five feet. It was ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. So I went there. That was a short run. And then family got sick and stuff, so we decided to come back here to Texas. So when we got back to Texas, I knew that I wasn't going to keep up with this health care thing. Right? I knew that. And so this is a story I'd never tell anybody. I tell very, very few people this story. Legitimately, I took a job here locally in DFW. I didn't feel good about it at all. Hated it. I knew it was going to be a bad job. The day we have a moving truck at our house, it was a Thursday, I was supposed to start on a Monday. They called me th- that Thursday to let me know they fired my boss. <laughs> so I'm like, whoa, shit, what's going to happen to me, <laughs> right? So what, what's this about to be? I'm like, so okay. So then the individual who told me they fired my boss, so oh, it's going to be okay, we get there. They fired that individual maybe a month and a half after. I get there. Oh, so now I'm at this health system a high, pi- a high-paid employee, with no one knowing what the hell I'm supposed to do, yeah. and so, and then the, the team I come into was looking at me like I got their boss fired.
2: Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I
3: knew what was going to happen from that standpoint. So I started polishing up the resume. I, I mean, I worked <laughs> it out a little bit what I could do it, but that 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 gig didn't last long at all because all the execs had no idea what my job was supposed to be, even though I worked some stuff, did some great things in that short period of time with them. Um, but we came to a service agreement that made sense. And at that point, I'm sitting here like, I, I don't want to work for anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. I absolutely don't want to work for anybody anymore. And I wasn't going to do it. And so I started my own business, right? And that wasn't going great. So then I worked for somebody else again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was the business? <laughs>
3: I was running physician offices. Okay. So I, I leaned into what I did. Yeah. But here's the thing about doctors. They won't pay you. They will not pay you. You can run a business as great as you can. You know some of these docs will owe you 30, 50, 60, geez, and they 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 won't pay you. Oh, wow. So I literally had got to the point and said, okay, this is not working. I got my I had I had taken my healthcare my, um, real estate classes at that point, okay. but I was still addicted to this income, and I took that <laughs> job. So I took that job, had my had all my hours and everything done for real estate, and if I can say this, but the first day I went into that particular job, I knew I had to get the hell out of there. <laughs> I knew I had to leave. Man <laughs> <That laughs> bad.
1: that bad.
3: <laughs> There's some stuff I can't talk about because we have a grievance I can't talk about. Oh man. Uh, I was about to ask I you. Have what's that? the name
0: of the company? What was your boss's name?
3: Um, I have <laughs> never seen a healthcare organization do so much unethical stuff in my entire life. Wow. So that was that. And I said, <laughs> "Okay, let me get let me get up out of here." And so I worked the whole time I was there, I was working on a plan to get the hell out of there. yeah, And man, that's what I did, man. I worked on a plan, um, jumped into real estate, then went back into doing my own thing. So at one point, man, I was literally a part-time agent. I was broke because I started burning through cash. I left this part out. It took me forever to get my house sold up in Ohio, right, because I had a sucky realtor. He didn't want to do open houses. <laughs> he didn't want to do anything. He basically put he, – he did what we call a 3P agent. He put my my house on the MLS – he put a sign in the yard, and he prayed that someone else sold it.
2: <laughs> there's we, a lot of those. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> 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 so there's a lot of them going out of business right now. Right? Very true. So Very true.
3: That, that's what that was, right? And I'm sitting there like, okay, all right. I could even here's here's a fun fact. I could not even get my previous agent who helped me buy that house to sell the house. I called I called her first. Wow. I called her first, and she's like, uh, well, are you guys gonna do this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I need to get it sold quickly. Never came by.
0: She didn't like money? I, you know,
3: I didn't even get a closing gift from that chick. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it is what it is. That's just kind of how it happened yeah. or whatnot. But I, the whole time I went through my real estate transactions, I'm sitting there like, I know.
2: It's,
3: it's got to be better than this, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, man, we held that house for a long time. And it just bur- made me burn through cash, burn through cash. Uh, so, man. fast forward back again because I'm jumping like, like I'm crazy. But at the end of the day, I get into this business. I'm doing it part-time. And that's the story, man. I'm doing it part time. I'm literally running a healthcare business that I'm not getting paid for, right? With a hope to get my fifty G's from this guy, my twenty G's from that guy, my thirty from that guy. Gosh. Right? I was Uber driving just to make it. And I worked UPS at night. Oh, Plus I was, I was doing I was doing real estate part time. <laughs> now keep Crazy. in mind I was a healthcare executive. I haven't yeah. done manual labor <laughs> in at least twenty years. Shout out to the people at UPS and FedEx and everybody who drives a truck. Oh man. That's some real work. work. That's yes. some real work. And you think you think it's not that hard just going up and down getting up and down those stairs, taking stuff, man. Dude. Taking a toll on <laughs> you. Dude. No.
1: You were driving. were you driving an actual like truck? I, I was
3: driving an actual truck also because I, I I did it during peak season, they called it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I drove a truck, I drove U Hauls. I was getting you know, my job was to take the crappy assignments nobody else wanted. Yeah. That's what they, that's what they do to the peak drivers. Yeah. So Man, that was the journey, and wow. I would get up at, what, 2 a.m. to go to UPS, get off like around 2 a.m. to like 7, 8 at night, because at, at this point, I'm in the, I'm in the warehouse, right? Oh, yeah. Get off with that, go to the office, work with these doctors or whatever, be done with that like by noon, um... I would take a, a quick little nap, wake up, go pick my kids up to take them to school by 3.30, make them, pick them up from school by 3.30, something like that, and then I would try to slang houses from 5 until 8, get another nap in go to work. Jeez. <laughs> that was my life for two years.
0: Oh, two years? <laughs> two years. I would have two days. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you, as a man, you got to pay the bills, right? You got to do what deals, you got to right? yeah. yeah, do. Gotta do. Yeah, so yeah. that's how I got
3: into real estate, man, and that was the crazy journey that I went through. And... The whole time I was doing every other gig to just make it, I kept thinking, I could sell more houses. Uh-huh. And no, no one knew that I was part time like this. So, this is actually news for a lot of my clients who I was working at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I still did, I think my first year, I think I sold like $2.1, 2200000 million, something like that. So, uh-huh. I did 10, 10 or 12 transactions, yeah, something not of bad, that not nature. Bad. Yeah. And uh, I just capped. You know, it was, that was my goal was to cap. Yeah. So I was a capper my first year, and then my second year, I think I did three point five million, right? right? And then in twenty nineteen, I, I I would hit I hit five point eight million, and that it was it was in um, September October of twenty nineteen that everything just switched. I had an epiphany about what I was doing, what I wasn't doing, what I was crazy. my time. I was chasing money I wasn't going to get anyway, right? Yeah. And once I figured that out, I said, okay, you're hoping that this doctor's going to pay you this money. Fool, he hasn't paid you <laughs> <laughs> in three months. <laughs> he, he, he paid you a little bit to keep you alone, right? Yeah, yeah. So once I knew, I said, opportunity lo- lost. Let's whatever. We're going to call that a day. Yeah. And then once I figured that out, I put more time and energy into real estate. I stopped Uber driving. I quit UPS. And then it was only popping from there. There you go, man. It was only popping. <laughs> I actually went full time my first year in twenty twenty.
1: In twi- okay. All yeah. right. All and then right. that year
3: I did ten point two million. Ten yeah, ten point two. Not bad. All right, yeah. let's stop there. No, no, my bad. On the real <laughs> estate. We're gonna come <laughs> yeah. back around
1: to it. Married, kids, man, oh, give us a little right. backstory family. on, on family, the family, family and family. personal.
3: Um married two kids. My wife, um Steph, hey Steph, how you doing? My bad. You know, yeah, I got to you real estate. My bad, baby. <laughs> um no, we got two kids, four and 12. So I got a high school kid now. Ooh, go. Freshman, freshman. Freshman. High school freshman. Uh, uh, can we say
1: a prayer for you right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> for that journey.
3: Julie's going to yeah. be cool. He, he's going to be straight, but uh, I mean, it's a big high school. So, yeah, <clears throat> we got a high school freshman. What school is he going to? Um, shoot. Fossil. Uh, Fossil, Fossil. Fossil Ridge? Fossil Ridge, yeah. Oh, okay, my son graduated from yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yes. okay. Right. And then, I, then my daughter's going to the seventh grade. Ah. Oh man! So she's going to the seventh grade. Looks like she's going to the tenth grade. (laughs) Now that's that's got me messed up. That's That's got me messed up. (laughs) Um, But no man, we we got two wonderful kids. They're about eighteen months apart, right? Two years apart from a school standpoint. Uh, We've been in Fort Worth now since twenty fifteen. Yeah, we came back in twenty fifteen. I'm originally from Texarkana, Texas so oh, okay. that's my hometown All right. and we're not leaving texas i love it here <laughs> yes. i just stopped coaching basketball and football about a year ago You I, just stopped man i love coaching kids yeah. i love it but i'll it's like i'll get out and then they pull me back in i'll see another coach with my kids i'm like he's got six of my kids on the team like he's not doing this right
2: <laughs> let me take over i <laughs> literally i'm the guy <laughs> in the
3: stands who's like those guys. I'm, <laughs> in the, I'm in the stands getting my boy's hand signs it's like.
1: Are you are you like LeBron who who goes to his kid's game? And next thing you know, he's coach. I seen a video yes, the other day. I'm not gonna lie, Yeah, I, I am that guy. He's arguing with the refs, and he's I, know, the I, don't, I don't.
3: argue with the refs. I don't do that. Um, I may joke with the refs a little bit, but I don't argue with the refs. Yeah. But I try. I try my best not to coach on the sidelines. I, I I do my best, but sometimes my kids look at me like. We're down by six. Why aren't we pressing? I'm like, I don't know why you're not pressing. <laughs> you all down oh, by six okay. in the fourth quarter. <laughs> why aren't you pressing? I, I don't I don't I don't get that. Yeah. So I love coaching. Um love to play golf.
1: You're a golfer? Um,
3: I love golf, man. No. Are you yeah. good?
1: I'm what? Decent. Decent? I'm I have no idea. Okay, yeah. we gotta set a date, man. Yeah,
3: What's good? Yeah, I had no idea. Oh uh, man, I love golf. I love golf. I I so that's love. what
1: what are you a good golfer, I guess?
3: Um, <laughs> depends on the day, man. Depends you know who you're playing. It, well, it just depends on how I'm playing. <laughs> if like I ask, you're
2: a good golfer. If <laughs> I put it this way.
3: Put this way. If I don't care about the game and I don't care about winning, I'm going to shoot wonderful. I'll I'll knock out a 38, <laughs> right? But if I care to beat you, if I really really care, I may shoot a 50 there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, I, I'll be two different golfers on 18 holes. The first nine, I could be terrible. Uh, and then, you know, the, the back nine, I'll sit there and have a ton of greens and regulation and, and, and do pretty decent uh, and shoot uh, almost par. I'm like, okay. So, I just don't, I don't get to play enough. Yeah. Right? I play, it, it's funny. I played more golf in Ohio than I play here. Really? Absolutely. Bing. Oh, okay. It's, it's a timing thing, you know. And yeah. then...
2: Man, it's so hot here It's
3: hot, yeah hey, We man. gotta wait a couple months man. To get out there Man
1: and play Brutal. But okay Now that I know that, man yeah. we, we definitely gotta set a date we Okay, so
3: Couple set. more things yep. Golf let to go to the gun range okay. Love to go to the gun range I, I like my toys <laughs> I like my toys So yeah. <laughs> how, many,
1: how many guns you got?
3: Oh <laughs> If I was to guess 35 to 40 maybe Oh, no! Something like that that's how Dude. many you have. I grew up country. Okay, I grew, I grew up in the country. You know, I learned how to shoot at a young age, and, um, oh, yeah. you know, oh, winter Salsa. is coming, right? Yeah, so. Sasha's
0: ready.
1: If
3: anything goes down,
1: he's, I know
3: where I'm going. Don't, yeah, don't, don't play yourself. Don't play yourself. <laughs> we'll barricade yeah. in your house if
1: the world starts ending, man, you
3: know. Yeah. No, right, we're well, we ready. Let's just leave it at that. And then um, we got a puppy. We just got a puppy, Stella Rose. That's my heart. Stella I had, and, and literally, I had no, I mean... Nothing gets my family. I love them to death. Let I me mean, get that straight. Okay, I love them, but I never knew that I can love an animal the way I love this puppy. Yeah, like that's that's my girl.
1: Wait, that's yeah. not no little puppy. That's a big. Dog. Well, she she, she hasn't
3: hit a year yet, but yeah, she's a pit bull and a, an American bully mix. But yeah, so she she got big fat yeah, yeah, she about sixty five pounds right now. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because when I went over. I, that's the same one I seen yeah. Yeah. I said that's no pup. you make it sound like you got this little puppy she has my baby that's a big dog.
3: <laughs> that's I mean. yeah. but you gotta understand when I got her she was teeny teeny tiny right yeah. when we got her she was a baby baby right <laughs> and oh, homegirls she's got some personality oh my god it's like her and my wife they, they fight over me. Legitimately. Like, and my wife's a teacher, by the way. So, shout out to all teachers out there, there going go. to school. Yes. Pay the teachers. Um, my gosh. My gosh, being a teacher, oh my gosh. <laughs> I can imagine. The, ma- the, ma- the amount of stuff they go through, the amount of money they have to spend to make their classrooms work. If you're out there listening to me right now, you need to go support your teacher. all right? Because they are broke right now because they're spending all their money, all their money on their classroom stuff. And I don't think they can even claim, half. they can't even That's claim crazy. nowhere near this stuff. Like I, I, The tax credit yeah. for teachers is ridiculous. ridiculous yeah. it's, it's terrible.
1: I've never understood that. Why does a teacher have to pay for to decorate and do things for their class. I, I've never understood why that is. You don't want me to answer that question? Yeah.
3: <laughs> but that'd be a whole another. Well, story. I, I just <laughs> quickly, I just say this because the entire education system financially is in shambles. They spend yeah. money on things that are not need to be spent on. There's so much administration, so much paperwork that goes into education these days. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And there's other industries that should have more paperwork, more education, more mm-hmm. compliance that don't. You know, uh, it's it. Uh, you couldn't pay me to be a teacher. I would love to coach kids, but you could not pay me to be a teacher. <laughs> there you go. With, yeah. with, with what you they have got be a going on.
1: Person to be a teacher. That you really really have to be. Yep. Yeah. you yeah. Really got to have a, a love for for the kids. You know. So I That's couldn't true. do it either. I couldn't do it. But <laughs>
0: no, I like money.
1: <laughs> I like money. But okay, so back to the dog. You said the wife and the, and your dog fight over you.
3: Okay, so <laughs> here is the thing. I mean, Stella thinks I am her man. Right. Real talk. My puppy thinks I'm her I'm her boyfriend or something because anytime I ask my wife, Hey babe, come give me a kiss, right? The dog can be all the way on the other end of the house. She can be upstairs, right? She'll come downstairs and she sits and she waits and she just watches. Right? The moment my wife comes over there and tries to sit down with me. The puppy will come and jump in between us, lay in between <laughs> us, lick all over me. <laughs> <laughs> my wife don't want to kiss me after that. Right? Exactly. She'll do that, and then she'll lay on me. And then she looks at it like this, like <laughs> you're still here. You know, like, like I cannot hold my wife around the puppy. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's like you, I don't know if you all remember the song um, "Brandy," the boy's mine. Boy is that's, mine. A sign that, that's a sound. That's a sound that in my song. head. <laughs> like we're holding the puppy like the boy is mine. I'm like, "Man, it's it's funny. It's funny." Uh, but then everyone funny. gets everyone in the house gets jealous of how I treat the puppy. They think I treat the puppy better than them. <laughs> better. But do you? Okay. Well, I just say this. Nobody else's butt is 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 wagging when I come home. <laughs>
0: yeah, That's exactly, true. right? You right.
3: come home. I mean, do you know how happy a puppy is to see you? <laughs> do you know how much joy they can bring you just by what I can have a terrible day, but when I walk in, here she go. Yeah. Wiggle 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 wiggle. <laughs> Man, you can't be mad at that. That's true. I tell my wife,
1: maybe you to wag it <laughs> a little bit. Maybe <laughs> maybe wiggle wiggle a little bit, please. Maybe you. wiggle maybe <laughs> whack, right? And she's like, I'm not a dog. <laughs> yeah. not. I get that. I'm not saying <laughs> not that. Saying that but,
0: <laughs> you know But a little
1: wiggle might not be true. But bad. take some notes yeah. from our dog.
0: But
3: <laughs> I, I have I gotta admit this. I treat the puppy like one of the kids. And I it kinda makes Stephanie a little jealous because Everybody in the house has a song. Okay, so when the kids were babies, I sung, I sung to them. Uh, okay. okay, so they got their own song, right? Now the puppy, she's. I started making a song for her. I did not realize. Here's the funny thing, I didn't realize that I was taking the song from my son, and I was taking the song from my daughter, and remixing for the puppy, <laughs> right? And then eventually, my daughter's like, No. That's my song. Yeah, it I'm like no, oh, it's not. Nice. Your song is. I start singing that. Oh. <laughs> same melodies intertwining. Yes, it's the same song. So then they had to come up with a song for the puppy. Oh, but man. I don't have a song for my wife. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no wonder she won't wiggle for you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
3: I, I don't. It it just comes natural with, with ba- like I, okay. We just had a closing. We had a baby there, right? Uh-huh. At, at the closing we just did. Oh, sing it to the baby. Make it up a song on the phone. With kids and, and dogs, I guess, boom, it just so comes out. So you
0: sing to everybody but your wife. <laughs> but your wife. Is what you're saying. I guess it's You're not bad. really helping yeah.
3: yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> what you it
0: like
2: that?
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. My bad, So, I hope I get a song for <laughs> yeah, you better.
1: You heard it here on the podcast. Wow.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think about it like that. I really
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <oops. yep>. Sorry, <laughs> I put you on the spot. Yeah. Oh, that's
3: funny. My man. bad, that's yeah.
1: <laughs> That's true. I have a granddaughter, <laughs> one of my granddaughters, and every time I come home, she, you know, Papa, she runs and hugs me and gives me a kiss. But same thing, now whenever I hug my wife or something, she's there, she comes in, and she squeezes right in the middle, yeah, man, yeah. and, and separates. She's all, my grandma, you know, my grandma. So, yeah, and then every once in a while, she'll say, my Papa, but... It Leans more towards my
2: wife. Right, right, right. You, right.
1: you <laughs> guys come in the middle. You literally. So you just
0: admitted you don't sing to your wife. Everybody else though. <laughs> you just. You just compared your granddaughter to his dog. <laughs> That's what just hey, happened man, right now. That's the why the I don't talk a it's
3: whole it's lot. It's the feeling. It's I the mean, feeling, you know? don't mean anything to Of course, I love. I mean,
2: you love your wife. I love my wife, and of
3: course, he loves <laughs> a grandbaby. <laughs> it's just. It just comes. It happens, man. It comes out of you a little bit differently, you know. That's funny. I guess I show my love. Very, very different, right? You guys
0: spin it. I love you so much. I don't sing to you. <laughs> You're the only one I don't sing <laughs> to because I love you so much. Well,
3: I mean, I, I I show my love to her in other ways Different right? ways. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, hey, you just bought her a new house recently.
3: I right? just bought her a brand <laughs> new house. Like nobody a yeah. house. And she's yeah. happy. <laughs> That's what I'm like. I, nobody else has a house, right? <laughs> that is um, right. That is right. And legitimately <laughs> let me let me tell you something. Just like how it works in the business. I joke and talk about these guys who are trying to make their wives happy when they're buying a house. I was that dude. <laughs> there you go. I was that dude. There's certain things that I wanted that I wasn't gonna negotiate on that I needed that I personally need like an office, right? Yeah. To to work out of or whatever. But everything else I wanted just whatever she wanted to be, I just wanted her to be happy. Yeah. I just and that bu- it bugged me the most. I'm like, I just want you to be happy. Right? <laughs> and I'm sitting there like I when I sell a house I'd be looking at people like but you better take care of this homie. What are you talking about? <laughs> y'all, y'all, like to miss on the on the, like, the, the perfect house for a reason. It's totally different when you're on the other side, man. Yeah, totally yeah. different. But no, man, <laughs> Stephanie's awesome. Great. Steph is awesome. Yeah, you know.
1: Now she does teacher, but she also helps you in the business. As absolutely, well, right? she yeah. She, she does quite a bit
3: herself. No, no she she's, she's, not, she's not. She's not actual team. realtor. She but could she knows, be. She knows. Yeah, she yeah. knows the business better than I'm gonna say eighty percent of the realtors out here, <laughs> and she can sell. Yeah, she could sell, but she doesn't cross that line. The certain things you know you can't say when you're yeah, not a realtor, exactly. and whatnot. But um, no, she does quite a bit to help me in the back end and stuff like that. Yeah, when you run your business, there's a lot, a lot of operations you got to get done, man. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's my life, man. My, it's it's why it centers around us doing real estate. We've been able to incorporate this in with the family, with the kids, um, because it's very important that the kids understand how to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, going forward, that we want them. If you want to work a, a job. You can do that if you want to, but why not have a business you know have be in control of your own fate yeah like i've I've been laid off yeah. twice, and each time it wasn't good. It's was never good to find out all of a sudden the money you depend upon is gone, bro that sucks, yeah, that sucks nope. and then you gotta figure out what you're gonna do, especially when you make big life moves and then it disappears, oh my god, yeah, you know, yeah, but i, I couldn't work for, I could not work for anybody ever again. That'd be death, that would be death by cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> by cubicle. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> that's that's just, there's no, <laughs> no yeah, way. Yeah. There's yeah. absolutely no way.
1: Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. No, I think it's it's great that you – well, even the struggles, you know, those things say something about you as a person, as, uh, as a father, as a husband. You know, you're out there doing all these different things. Yeah. And then years from now, and even now, but as your kids get older – will look back and say, God, remember when dad did this, this, and this and then but then also do you remember when dad made this change and he right. went full time into being his own company yep. and his own real estate and created this business which they're gonna they're reaping now, but you know they'll reap even right, further down right. the road when if they get into it or they're set up with investment properties down the road as you continue to just grow your business, it's gonna happen. But they'll always be able to look back and say, It's this and then he did right. this, this, and then, boom. You know off. you know
3: how I look at that, Mark, is this. I look at history and I look at the people who are wealthy, right? And you look at families that have been wealthy for a long period of time. And the, what happened to me, let's say in 2019, 2020, 2019, if I started looking at how these people get wealthy, it wasn't because of this generation or that generation. It was somebody in the past. It was that one mofo, the one mofo in the family that was obsessive that built a legacy and a foundation that stood the test of time yeah. for the future generations. I'm that one mofo for my family. <laughs> okay, I'm not doing this really just for me. Yeah. right? Um, I'm doing it for my kids, their kids, and their kids after. Somebody has to lay that foundation so you can have true generational wealth. I'm their mofo. Yeah, awesome. I may not be able to enjoy my money as much as I would like to down the road because I'm going to keep building and building and building until I know there's a foundation that... Even if one of these guys mess it up down the road, it'll still be there yeah. in a number of companies that can run regardless, yeah. right? That's my job to do is build that, that foundation, that legacy. And I, I, I will tell anybody out there who thinks about being a business owner and doing this, man, you got to have that mentality. you got to have that dog in your mind that you just know that you don't stop. Yeah. And and we'll probably transition to this later, but that's why I see the problem with a lot of agents right now. They they don't have that mentality. Yeah. They don't have that entrepreneurship. They, employees. It's true. They're uh, not business owners. Not business owners, yeah, big yeah.
1: difference. I, I heard somebody say that I read years ago. Um, it says, you know, uh, if you can, you do you want to work in your business? If you're working in your business, you're more of self-employed. If mm-hmm. you're working on your business, then you're now a business owner. You know, and that doesn't mean you don't have to get in there sometimes in the trenches and right. get your hands dirty. But you're constantly. And, and my example for me. Is years ago, you know, we started a bounce house business when I was in California when bounce houses uh, yeah. first came out. So I started one. I, I knew I always wanted to own a business. I didn't know what. I just wanted to be a business owner when I was young, you know. And, and um, I had this idea one day. I was like, told my dad, I said, Dad, I, mean, I was looking for part time work. And I said, this truck went in front of me on the freeway, and he had a bounce house in the back of it. And I thought, man, I, I had a couple kids. I hadn't rented one because I couldn't afford it right, at right, the right. time. But I remember thinking, that's weekend work? That's a little part-time business? I can start it. I called my dad. He's like, you know what? I'll buy the first one for you. We'll be partners. I'll buy it. You work it. Sounds good to me. We bought a bouncer. We started going. You know, From there, I mean, long story short, it, it grew. Man, we had like 30 or 40 of them by the time. Five years later or so, we were making money. But I remember one day, we uh, were working. It was going. And um, we went to Disneyland with my family. And so we're out there having a great old time. And my business was running and I had some guys working and delivering and everything for me. Yeah, and I yeah. just remember thinking I stopped in the middle of being at Disneyland with my family and in, having a great time. I thought by the end of that day, you know, I wasn't making tons of money, but I ended up made like fifteen hundred dollars that day. Right. You know, bounce right, right. houses. And I just thought, I just made fifteen hundred dollars cash in one day. I'm over here at Disneyland. Right, right. But my business is running and I'm making money. And that was when it was like, wow, like that's the difference between me delivering those things. Right. And I'll do whatever I need to do, like you all, Uber, I'll do all that stuff. But it was so awesome to have that experience of like, I've done, built something that can keep going even without me being in it day to day. You know, right, every right. single day. I can take a day and it's still making. And that was like the greatest, one of the greatest feelings in the world for me. To say, like, I was a business owner, and my business is running while I'm out here enjoying my family. Right. You know, and you can't do that 24-7. No, it,
3: but, but, but you can enjoy it when, it, when it, you reach that moment, man. It feels really good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, it feels good when you're like, oh, mailbox money. <laughs> I love mailbox money. <laughs> 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 Go to the mailbox. <laughs> Another <laughs> check. That's what's up. There you go. You know, it's, that's, that's a it's wonderful great. thing to have when you, when money is just coming your way. Yeah. You know, if you work hard, the blessings are going to be there. Yeah. You know, but you got to yeah. work smart too, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 For sure. For
2: sure.
1: All right, man. Let's uh let's jump in. We we're run, running out of time here. We've got a question. couple questions for you. Okay. Chris is going to ask the first one. Yeah. So
0: when you get mad, don't hold back. <laughs> don't lie. Okay. When you get mad, what is your go-to word, phrase, reaction? Somebody Ooh. makes you real, real I got bad. a couple. All right. um,
3: shit. Okay. I, I, I will say shit pretty quickly. <laughs> um, I say mf if it's really, really bad or someone's Is, uh, the scale. Um Yeah, and then i go, mother. <laughs> i do that one. And, I, and instead of saying that, like, if the kids are around, I'm like, mother of pearl. So I, like, <laughs> and I just take a real deep breath. I sit back. And I'll sit back like that and think for like two minutes on how did we get here, where did I go wrong, and then how do we fix it? I mean, that's usually my reaction, right? So like, okay. And then when you know something, when you got that 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 when you got that feeling, you know something's gonna go wrong. If I put a deal together, I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like this deal. I know I don't like this deal. <laughs> Right, I'm not liking what this agent's saying. I'm not liking their personality. Hell, I do not even like the jacket they got on. Right? Something's not right about this. Right, And then when that thing happens, like... I knew it. I freaking knew it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, are my, those are my initial reactions. So
0: if we ever come across you and you're sitting like this, just leave you alone?
3: Shit, hit the
2: fan. <laughs> <laughs> because it, well, this, this is the move right here. When I do
3: this, I am literally thinking... And I'm coming up with a plan. Mm-hmm. So my wife has noticed when I'm when I'm at I could be able to, I didn't even notice my tail. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm at the table and we've been talking about something difficult or something in the business or whatever, and then I'm like this. You know, I'm like, just leave that dude alone. <laughs> <laughs> just leave him alone. Because now I'm coming up with, Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking three dimensional, four or five different strategies. What do I do next? I'm like And then I just I literally like this and be like, Okay. That's what we do. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't realize, and th- this comes from healthcare. Really, this came from healthcare. I did this in healthcare, and not and it translated into this. <laughs> That's funny. There you go.
1: All right, next question. Uh, what advice would you give to someone on what not to do in life? Something, and in my mind is always the example of I got married young, and, at nineteen and eighteen. I never recommend that. Someone i to give you one? Young.
3: Just yeah. One? Give me your
1: best one. Oh.
3: <laughs> Don't ignore the red flags. I will tell you that in every situation. In marriage, if you're dating a young lady right now, you're dating a young man right now, and you see red flags, that he has a temper, he might be abusive, and he does like this some time to time, get your ass away from him. <laughs> I agree, okay, man. Okay? Right, I agree. <laughs> All right? Yes. If you're a little young lady right now, and every time you, you, you go, y'all go out, it's got to be you spending your money, and then she's talking about, it, and you can't tell me what to do, get your ass away from her right now.
0: If it was just the spending money part, I was going to say, sorry, Amber. Yeah. <laughs> talk. That's my wife. Yeah.
3: If you... Or if you have a bunch of negative people in your life, friends and family. Let me tell you something right now, man. I'm a Christian. I'm not the best Christian. I'll still cut you out. I'm working on me. Um, But let me just say this. The devil is all up in your life in a lot of ways. And a lot of times the devil can touch you and hurt you the most through the people closest to you. Okay? Yep. So if your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your best friends or whatever are all negative people in your life, you need to cancel them and get them out of your life. Just because a person has a title in your life doesn't mean they're entitled to be in your life.
0: Well that's good. Sorry, Dad. You know, <laughs> You're out of here. I
3: I have gotten rid really of some people that I love that I just don't fool with no more because they know how to evoke emotion in me. They know how to evoke yeah. a response that I just don't typically have, yeah. and I just can't. I, I can't let you take me there. Obviously, got to be in control of your own emotions and sure. whatnot. But no one can drive you crazy like <laughs> family can, right? Oh, yeah, no one can. Yeah. So you don't let folks just do that because that, no. right there, to me, is poison. Yeah. Right. I have people right now who I grew up with who will say who will say something like, "Oh man, you forgot where you came from."
1: No, no I, I ain't trying to go back there.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had a good Very upbringing. True. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But we didn't have money. I didn't come for money. But my kids are coming for money. Mm. Yeah. What, what you expect me to do? Yeah. Not to understand that? Red flags, man. The red flags yep. are around you all the time. Listen to that little voice in your head. Listen to that gut feeling. You know what I'm saying? Listen to the, the, the voices in your head telling you to get off your butt and work. Yep. You know, another, another piece of advice I would just tell you is this. Work hard while you're young. Take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of you because when you get to I'm 42, right? I'm 41 actually. I keep saying 42. <laughs> but when you get to this age, you're thinking about the a, the, the light at the end of the tunnel, I wish someone had taught me about real estate. I wish someone had taught me about entrepreneurship down the road. If you got people around you right now that's not talking about owning a business, that's not talking about how you can get a generational wealth, you're in the wrong crowd. You'll be on the hamster wheel your entire life, Good. and you'll be controlled. I'm all about being freedom, having freedom of think of thinking and everything. Yeah. We are controlled by systems. We're controlled by societal norms. People don't even know how to think for themselves right now. They have no idea, and why? Because you was trained that in school, trained in school about that. I just had we had this conversation just earlier today about how schools have been training kids, and kids are getting trained now. Even back in the day when I was younger, I remembered all the stuff we watched on TV, right? We watched movies. We watched Schindler's List, and they said, "Well, this is very graphical." Okay, I understand, but it's important in history that you watch Schindler's List. It's very important that you watch this. So we're watching kids and poop and everything else, and people getting killed, raped, murdered, women smothering babies, right? But then we couldn't watch Roots. Mm-hmm. Why can not we watch Roots? I mean, it's just as bad as Schindler's List, maybe not as bad in some ways, right? Oh, yeah. They didn't want that. So I was always the kid that was very inquisitive about contradictions, mm-hmm. right? So I would tell you, man, be a free thinker. Think for yourself, but those those red flags. Listen to them. Yeah, they're right there. You cannot control how another person is. Can't.
0: I agree, audience. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So you're,
3: you're gonna be preaching all night. No, I like <laughs> it, man. I like
1: that's a new answer we haven't heard before. Yeah. The audience Just likes it, man. Likes it. All right, man. Twelve forty. Look at that. Perfect. Twelve forty. We got twenty minutes left, Sasha. Okay. This is the point where. We want to get now. We want to get into real estate. My bad. Into, <laughs> <laughs> you can't help into yourself into what um, into what you do, what you're doing, your company, your group. Right. Um, so, man, here, have at it. Tell us who you are in real estate and what you got going on right now.
3: Okay. So, um, sausage, have me here. Um, the team leader of Chapman Realty Group we have seven agents on our team we work the market center of Dallas Fort Worth do a little bit down in Houston and in my hometown of Texarkana Texas, Arkansas, Texas. right We're broken and powered by exp Realty and we help people buy and sell all the time we really specialize in doing new construction and helping people buy and sell at the same time which is an art especially in this market right now um, but we do residential real estate for the most part. Very, very little in commercial. That's not my cup of tea. I can always find someone for you from that perspective, but that's what we do. So whether you're trying to buy your first house, um, you're trying to figure out how much equity you have in the house you right now and cash in on that, and then you're trying to level up, we can coach you and teach you how to do that. And it's not always, guys. About let's just get a sale, get a sale, get a sale. If you just have real estate questions, feel free to reach on out to us. Yeah. Um, you know, I we're here to help. At the end of the day, we're here to help. So that's Chapman Realty Group. I got a great team we cover all of DFW. Love it, love it, love it. And then um, I have another company, uh, we're just changing the name on that one, Coach Sasha Chapman, in which I coach agents across the nation. Um, so my coaching program, I take agents who are broken, I take agents who don't understand technology, and I bring them together to better understand how they can grow and thrive on the, in their business. Because what I do, well, my skill set is, I'm a, I'm a process engineer. So I take that background, and I'm a tech head, and I combine real estate technology create you the bomb system and help you figure out what do you need to do to operate and run your business. We do um, coaching every Tuesday at 12 Central Standard Time for our coaching program. And then at night, we do a show called Let's Chat Real Estate every Tuesday at 6 p.m. So that's the business, man. I, I just love real estate. I love what I do. And I'm. if you want to be coached, you want to be mentored, I'll talk to you, love to, but I'm not going to call you into going out of business. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, it's okay, you only made five phone calls. I'm going to tell you like it is, you ain't doing shit. You're not doing anything. You You cannot, you literally cannot expect to have a business and not work in your business. So um, if you need someone who's going to gut punch you into reality, (laughs) I'll talk to you. (laughs) Because you you already know what your problem is but ninety nine percent of the problem with agents right now is right here in the yeah it's mental yeah no, yeah
1: I'm very sure now you said something about you specialize in uh new construction mm-hmm. uh so I remember my dad um would always tell me as he was in real estate would always say like man he would tell his clients if you're gonna go buy a new house like as the agent that's the <coughs> easiest money the agent can make if it you're, can like, be. if you are gonna go if i'm the the buyer gonna go look on a weekend and go into you know new homes model homes and so but what's the importance of me walking in without an agent into, you know, a new home site right. and versus me having you, even if you're not with me at the time, but having me having an agent in the process?
3: Well, first thing you gotta understand is that some builders won't allow you to have your agent if you if you go without your agent, your agent can't work for you and help you. Really? Oh, yeah. Some builders are like that. that ah. The agent has to be there for the first showing. Even in this market right Oh, now? boy, they were cutting us out like crazy. Are you telling me?
1: <laughs> because I know it. things have changed a little in nah, the last couple of
3: months. <laughs> nah, brother. They were cutting us out. And it's gotten better. Yeah. Some builders just have that policy all together. Now, why would a builder not want someone there to truly represent you? Yeah. That's the question you got to ask yourself. Because the folks in the office, they're nice and they're friendly <laughs> people. They don't work for you. They work for the builder. That's their representation right there. Yeah. So, you hear people say, well, I can do this on my own. No, you can't. Hmm. No, you can't. This is not your cup of tea. Like, I, I'm not a car guy. You know, I know a little bit about my truck, right? But when it comes down to it, I go get the help from the experts so that they can tell me, hey, man, what am I looking at? Is this guy telling me this right? That's what your agent is going to do for you. You know, they can negotiate on your behalf. And there's certain things in that contract that you need to know and you need to understand. You're going to sign over 50 pages of documents. And ninety-nine percent of my age, my clients don't read those docs. They look and expect me to explain them to them, or someone gives them a skim a skim over real quick. The devil is in the detail in real estate and contracting. So that is number one. Number two, don't think you can't negotiate. You can negotiate. Yeah. But do you want to negotiate because you've done it a couple times here and there, or you want a guy like me who negotiates every single day of his life? Yeah. I negotiated physician contracts against orthopedic surgeons. A builder, that's lunch, <laughs> okay, that's lunch. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. So you, yeah. gotta, you gotta think about it from that perspective, man. You really want that agent's gonna be looking out for you. And then you'll start hearing people say, oh, you don't need to get a home inspection. They're throwing houses up so fast right now, so going there and doing it with, without an agent is just not wise to do right now, because there's more, there's more money that's probably out there on the table. There's more things happening that you don't know is happening, and they'll say some some builders will say things like this: "Well, if you don't have your have an agent, we'll give you a better deal." Red flag. We just talked about that. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag, yeah. because the agent's commission is already baked in.
1: That's just all I was gonna say. It's not Sorry gonna cost to the buyer things. any no. money, extra money. No, it's not costing them, right? No, so. it's not.
3: It's not costing them at all. You're not paying that person. Why not? Have someone's gonna watch, watch your back. Have a professional that's gonna watch your back and make sure that you're doing that. You're, you're not getting screwed over here. Yeah. Yeah. Now, not every builder is gonna do that. Let me be very clear. But at the same time, you need representation in any real estate transaction. Period. Yeah. In my opinion.
1: Yeah. What are you seeing out there right now as the market has shifted? What are you seeing that these new b- b- home build- builders are offering right now?
3: Well, they get some act right, okay. So back, you know, you gotta understand the market changed on a dime. Come the third week of May, the market just it didn't just shift; it it turned on a dime. Mm-hmm. And we're still in the transitional market. It's not we're not we haven't transformed just yet, yeah. okay. If you're into anime, this is like someone who it's like Goku trying to read Super Saiyan Level Three hasn't figured it out yet, okay. That's where we are. <laughs> I don't uh, know what you, you know what that said, means.
0: Man, no. <laughs> I don't need that. I here. mean, if, you don't, yeah. if you're
3: not into anime, you wouldn't get it. Yeah. If, imagine a, vi- imagine a hero or a villain who's getting a tail whooped and they need to transform to a new being to win. Okay. That's what we're talking about. Okay, I all got right? it. Got That's it. what the real <laughs> estate market is right now. Yeah. I'm an anime freak, by the way. Love it. I got that. <laughs> legitimately got a super saying right here. Oh man! <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, inked it on him. God, I love, I love anime. <laughs> um, video game nerd too. Anyway, know. so. Cool. What's happening in the market right now is interest rates went really high. So now houses are less affordable. So if I was pre approved say for a five hundred thousand dollar house at a four point five percent interest rate, I was pre approved that for two or three, you know, months ago. Yeah. And I've extended my day pre approval. Now rates were hitting we're really at five point three, it's coming back down, but at one point it was six point five. Huh. That's a huge difference in payment. So what's happening is you're seeing uh, builders now starting to add Um, offer incentives for you to buy the house. It's not a bad time to buy. Let me be very, very clear. You have more houses on the market than ever. Okay? You have less buyers out there, which means that now the buyer doesn't have to, like there's a gun to the head. They don't have to waive their appraisal every single time and do all that foolishness anymore. They don't have to go through all these bidding wars because that's not happening right now. Listings are having slower, listings are having less showings and the market's moving a little bit slower. The one problem you have is interest rates are going to continue to rise. Yeah. In-home values, while they're not tripling like they were and going to ridiculous prices, you know, we've seen some come down. Ninety-six percent of listings have come down in value. Ninety-six percent? Have reduced their price. <laughs> wow. Why? Because the fictitious bubble is over with. If there's a bubble, if there was ever a bubble in the last 15 months, you had people cashing in on fictitious equity. For example, I sold a house at I helped someone buy a house at 195, 195 thousand dollars, and then we come back 18 months later. I sold a house for 265. That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. That's not supposed to happen. That's 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 what was happening. Okay, so now you're seeing that people are coming back to where it was really supposed to be of a six percent increase year over year. That's what we did pre-COVID. COVID just sent us to 15 to 20 percent. So it's starting the right size from that perspective. Yep. But with these incentives that they're putting out there, guys, you can buy down your interest rates, right? That gives you some money for closing costs. So let me ask you this. Would you rather have a house at $450,000 at 6% interest rate? Right? Or would you rather get that house, you know, right now you can get that house, let's say $440,000. They give you they give you some closing costs to buy down points, and then you get that right back down to 3.5%. I take the interest rate all day, every day. Now the difference between the price, the twenty thousand is not changing your payment, but that interest rate is everything. Yeah, everything.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh, that's good. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of of the incentives and even incentives to to the agents and things. Yeah, like they back to. Yeah. back
3: too. I mean, you had, you had builders out here paying us one percent. Yeah. You had builders out there that wouldn't pay us. So crazy. So how do, legitimately.
1: how do you feel? How do you, the agent, feel? Man, two months ago, you're, you're paying me 1%, treating me however you are treating me and my clients, you know, a certain way. I'm not saying all builders, but, you know, a certain way. And all of a sudden, here, a couple months down the road, they're calling you now. Hey, I'll give you this, and we'll give you this.
3: You know, the song that plays in the back of my head is Rihanna. Bitch, better have my money.
2: <laughs> now, it
3: lives in the back of my head. No, but, but realistically, man, it, here's the thing. you got to understand... I love the game of real estate. Yeah. It's all in the game, baby. Yeah. It's all in the game. It ebbs and it flows, and you know how it's gonna move. And so I, I would tell you, there's some people who are getting paid less. I'm going to the and say, hey, yo, you know I'm gonna bring you more, and I've been bringing you some ever since. Yeah. You gonna mess this relationship? With now, you gonna mess up this relationship right now? And so they, some of, some of these builders pay me more, and agents think, oh, you can't negotiate. your pay with a builder? Yes, you can. You can negotiate everything. It's all you're gonna crazy. get yeah. told is Everybody no. Wants to go. no. Who, I'm not afraid to be told no. Yeah. So real realistically, man, it happened from time to time. But uh, I negotiate, man. That's good. I negotiate. That's good. So I get paid to do.
1: <laughs> right? There you go, man. All right. Tech Ninja. Mm-hmm. Explain to us <laughs> who this alter ego Tech Ninja is, man, and what he does.
3: <laughs> um. So the real estate Tech Ninja has been the name of my company, my consulting firm. Like I said, I'm moving that name over to um, just – Coach sasha chapman right why not capitalize on the name black guy named sasha <laughs> i mean isn't that simple marketing hey, i was
1: just thinking right now you said something but you're let's let's chat yeah wonder, what if you did let's chat man how about that how the hell is that? <laughs> how we not you can't that? take that you gotta pay me now let's chat Man, <laughs> all right.
0: Wow, uh, in
1: my head, man.
0: <laughs> Marketing guru, father that man, God, man, That's so- good.
2: I just we didn't think about it.
1: <laughs> you know, that's that one. The on football, they're like, yeah, yeah. What do they say? they say? Something about man. Like I know, man. They have a season, yeah. one of the football seasons that they use something like that. Come on, man. Come on,
3: man. <laughs> Come on, That's man. what
1: they use. It's you know,
3: it was Stephanie that <laughs> came up with Let's Chat. Who Let's Chat yeah. about your home? It's our tagline. I don't know why. I just didn't think about that. <laughs> Let's chat. All right.
1: That's man. a freebie, man. Yes, that's, that's a freebie. We,
3: yeah. <laughs> we, we, we will be using that. <laughs> the, All right. What's the question? Uh,
1: the tech ninja, man. What is
2: oh, – okay. now, is
1: that just coaching or, or, or you know, what is the tech side of it? Give us the tech side of it, what so, you specialize in.
3: I mean, here's the thing. When it comes to tech, real estate tech, I jumped around to try to find the right system because I'm an engineer, right? So I tried to figure out the right process to help me grow my business to work smarter and not harder. Well, in doing so, you start realizing that real estate technology is very suspect. Right not, not, There's not a lot of great technology out there. This might be good at this, and this might be good at that. And there's no silver bullet. There's no real good just one system. Let me buy this one thing, and I don't have to buy anything else. And anyone who's telling you that, they're lying to you. I can tell you that right now. I found myself putting together a combination of a bunch of this right here. Like I use real geeks, it's my CRMO website. I use Bomb Bomb for video emailing, right? I use Mojo Dollar to call people and, and do multiple dials and things like that. And so the whole tech ninja came from is A, I like anime. Love Naruto by the way, so I love anime. And I love real estate. So I kinda combined the two. Right? And I kept trying to figure so my we- whole purpose was Taking technology, combining it with really good, easy, simple, duplicatable real estate processes to help you stabilize and grow your business, and that's what we teach agents all the time. So yes, I do have a coaching program, which is um, it's a monthly coaching program. We teach every Tuesday. I do just sell individual courses um out there regarding from how to be a buyer's agent, listing agent, how to use BombBomb Real Geeks, you name it. And then I just do like I do a lot of just individual engagements. Sure people run. who ask me to, sure to help them organize their team, help them do X Y Z. <laughs> For example, I run my business with Chapman Realtor Group so efficiently I can hire on probably two or three more agents without having to change my cost structure right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, that's a headache structure you got to figure out when you bring on more people. Yeah. But you know, that's what we do, is that we've learned how to run our business even in the best of times and even in the worst of times. And that's what I'm teaching the agents out there right now. Yeah. That's, that's the technology.
1: And that's cool because, like you said, the process of um, actually running the business. You know, because I mean, anybody can get – you get business, you get busy, you're selling out, you don't know that. But if you don't have a process and a structure no, no, in place, then, yeah, you're not going to survive, you know. And I think that's – so what you're doing and what you offer in your classes is what you do. Yeah. So what you're it's offering that, not is not the very thing that you exactly do what doing. Yeah.
3: And and let me just say this. You don't have to use the exact same systems as I have, right? Like I'm not advocating for someone to change up everything that they're doing. You don't need to be me. Yeah. Okay, you need to be you. My job is to help you figure out how to pull the best you out of it and the best what you have in your system. Now if you got some suspect Tool you're using that isn't good. I'm going to tell you that in a heartbeat, Yeah. right? But there's other tools out there that work. The problem that we have in real estate is none of these systems talk to each other.
2: Yeah.
3: And I would go and say probably 90% of agents don't know how to connect those systems together. Have you guys heard of Zapier? It's just a connector. That's it. It connects one application to the other. But most agents have no idea how to do it. Hmm. And... You don't want to be sitting there doing everything manually. Yeah. You don't want to be doing man that that that's too much time, and energy, and just waste. You don't want to do that. No.
1: What is your um, number one social media platform that you use? Which one out there?
3: Oh, number one, I would say Facebook. Um, you catch me all day on. Well, I'm on everything at this point now, <laughs> honestly. But Facebook and my YouTube channel. Um, you go out. I got two YouTube channels: Chapman Realty Group. Um, I got one coach Sasha Chapman. That's why I just talk to agents specifically. Chapman Realty Group is where we're talking to consumers for the most part. Uh, but then you come to, if you just come to my personal Facebook, I'm talking about everything, okay. everything. Yeah. And then I do have a uh, my business page of Chapman Realty Group, and then Coach Sasha Chapman is my business page for agents as well. I just started that one up, and we're, that one's growing very. I think mean, I probably got 50 more people I invited. So, oh, okay, yeah, all right. yeah, we're out there. And look, you're on Instagram too. I'm on the Graham, <laughs> chat the realtor, 06, I think. Okay. Frat, alpha. Right. I'm I'm an alpha man, by the way, the best returning <laughs> in the whole world. Uh, just have to put that out there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but you know, if we could just share my popo link out there, they'd be able to get to all yeah. of my social media and catch you and capture me. That? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I'm man. You can find me. Look, Sasha S A S C H A Chapman with the T. Yeah. There you go. And there's not another one out there that I know of. <laughs> no, other than my no, son. Not, yeah. <laughs> all right, man.
1: Give us give 'em give us your phone number, all your email, whatever you want to promote right now, man. We got a few minutes left, so put okay.
3: it out there for everybody. All right. If you if you want to have a conversation with me about buying or selling a house with someone on my team, or you're thinking about getting in the business and you're sticking to tired of your job, all right, or your agents out there struggling and trying to figure this out and you're about to give up on this market, you better not do that. Hit me up, 817-668-0311. My purple link is down there. They will take you to all of my social media. Um, and it will take you over to my Calendly page where you can book a session with me and we can talk about what your needs are. So it's a great time to sell your house, cash in on your equity, people. It's a great time to buy a house still. Don't let this thing go up. Don't let it go up. Y'all Y'all better, you better get into the house. All right, I'm just telling you right now, it's, it's getting ridiculous. And if you... Or at work right now, and you can listen to my voice, and you absolutely hate what you're doing, and the person in that cubicle is smacking and they're chewing, and you can't stand it, and that might even be your supervisor who's peeking over <laughs> and trying to say, Who are you listening to? You need to do something different. <laughs> there you go. If it's not real estate, think about owning and starting a business. Go in business <laughs> for yourself. I'm telling you right now, it'll change your life.
1: Yes.
2: All right.
0: Yes. Yes perfect
1: anything to add
2: nope i just started
0: looking over at you thinking do i need to make a career change and <laughs> going to real estate we'll there you
1: go man you might have to we'll
0: sasha we'll
1: thank you for yeah. coming on the so show man appreciate yeah. you we could keep talking and i know you got a lot more information we're gonna have to bring you back Yeah, no, I man i'm willing to come to it, back man. Yeah. yeah you know this was a lot of fun uh, can, I gotta get
3: you on my show too. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, for sure. No man, doubt. For sure. We're you know again we're trying new things and doing something like this. So this is all new. But this is we keep saying this is where it's going. You know, on the podcast uh, we joke around a lot. But you know, for anybody else doing it, we're in any advice we got. We're twenty nine shows ahead of the next guy. On wow. for him, you know, and so we know a little bit and we're learning every day as we go and we're going to get better. But it's just, it's
3: just cool talking to y'all, man. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's fun, fun. man. It's
1: yeah, it's definitely fun. Thanks again for coming on, Gabe. Take us out. We'll see everybody next week.
3: Yep. Catch me Tuesdays at 6 p.m., guys. Central Time. There we go. There we go. All right. And my partner's getting back was with us too. And
1: all no of a your
2: was inside oh. i could spin as breakfast up that's something
3: just